This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the new Secretary of Defense is calling on all military branches to take some time to address extremism in their ranks. One member of Congress wants to know when DHS frontline employees will be getting their COVID vaccines. Meanwhile, others are calling on the Postal Service to take a more active role in pandemic response efforts. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is telling military leaders to take the next 60 days to address political extremism. Austin met with each of the service chiefs and top civilian officials yesterday, partly because of concerns that some active duty members and veterans took part in last month's insurrection at the Capitol. DOD says it's still developing the training materials it'll use during the two-month stand-down. Defense officials say they'll also need to develop clearer definitions around what constitutes extremist activity. The Navy is making a concentrated effort to improve race relations and inclusivity in its ranks. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Navy will work on implementing about 60 new recommendations to make the service more accessible and open to minorities. The service asked a task force to look into race issues after George Floyd's death last summer. The suggestions include strengthening outreach to underrepresented communities, continuing listening sessions, creating a special assistant for diversity, and developing STEM programs. The Navy will also add respect to its core values and establish a student exchange program with the Naval Academy and historically black colleges and universities. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. A bipartisan duo of senators are introducing a bill to keep military retirees from losing their health care. The legislation would extend the period retirees have to renew their TRICARE coverage. The time period would move from June to the end of 2021. Starting this year, TRICARE Select members have six months to establish a payment plan for health care. Those who do not create a payment plan will lose coverage. A group of senators are asking the National Security Agency for an update on our recent supply chain hack. No, it's not solar winds, but the Juniper Networks breach five years ago. In a letter to NSA Director General Paul Nakasone, the senators ask for more information on the steps the agency took to secure defense networks. Juniper Networks announced its routers and firewalls had been hacked back in 2015. Since then, there has been no official assessment of who was behind it and what sensitive data was exposed. House Homeland Security Committee Ranking Member John Katko wants to know what the plan is for vaccinating frontline Homeland Security employees. He's concerned the department may prioritize vaccinating those in DHS custody over employees at the Transportation Security Administration, Secret Service, Customs and Border Protection, and other subcomponents. CBP and Immigration and Customs Enforcement are tracking over 7,000 cases of COVID-19 among their officers. A group of high-level executives urges the Biden administration to help revamp how the nation responds to emergencies like the pandemic. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more on that. A commission chartered by Business Executives for National Security says the National Response Framework, which dates to 2008, has been pressure-tested by the pandemic and found to have gaps, including supply chain management. The commission has a long list of recommendations 
including more clearly defined federal and state response roles, more frequent response exercises, and widening the statutory definition of disasters to include pandemics and cyber attacks. I'm Tom Temin. House and Senate lawmakers want the Postal Service to play an active role in the fight against COVID-19. In a letter to President Joe Biden, Senators Bernie Sanders and Brian Schatz joined Congressman Adam Schiff and Ro Khanna in proposing USPS distribute medical-grade masks to the public. While the lawmakers applaud Biden's executive order mandating masks in federal buildings, the lawmakers say distributing high-quality masks could make transmission far less likely. A government watchdog adds federal workforce safety to its list of top pandemic challenges. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Pandemic Response Accountability Committee says clear communication from agency leaders is the best way to reduce COVID-19 transmission among the federal workforce. The PRAC also recommends agencies create work neighborhoods within facilities to reduce exposure between employees. Agencies should also issue COVID-19 information to staff in a centralized manner. The PRAC says a future report will review compliance of President Joe Biden's executive order mandating masks in federal buildings. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. President Biden dismissed all 10 members of an obscure but powerful panel that handles labor disputes that involve federal agencies. Here's Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. A spokesperson with the Federal Labor Relations Authority says eight panel members resigned Tuesday. The remaining two were fired. Employee unions have long criticized the Federal Service Impasses panel for the last four years. They say the members rubber-stamped decisions that were often more favorable to the agencies. It's up to Biden now to name new members to the impasse panel. The appointees don't require Senate confirmation. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. IBM has named a new head of its federal business. Steve LaFleche is the new general manager for the U.S. public and federal market, taking over from Jay Bellissimo, who left in January to join Vonage as its chief operating officer. LaFleche comes to the new role after spending the last three-plus years as IBM's managing director for the state of New York. He's been with Big Blue for 33 years and has held multiple positions, including vice president of the U.S. public sector for North America. And 12 industry groups press Congress for more money for IT modernization. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. As Congress begins work on the next pandemic relief bill, industry is making a push for lawmakers to fully fund the Biden administration's request of $9 billion for the Technology Modernization Fund. In a letter sent to House and Senate leadership yesterday, the dozen industry associations say the TMF could be used for much-needed updates to critical systems to serve the public and to reduce cybersecurity vulnerabilities. The associations also want Congress to mostly relieve the requirement for agencies to have to pay back any TMF funds they receive. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. 